you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Young down the middle. Touchdown, Bryce Young. I think my greatest attribute on the football field is my leadership. Here goes Bryce Young into open field. There's 11 people on the field at one time, and one of my strengths is leading and make sure that we're all working unified as one unit. This guy is good, I tell you. He's got a nice arm, huh? Bryce Young, University of Alabama quarterback. I think my style of play is poised, processing quickly, and and you know, trying to make the most efficient plays, whether it's handing the ball off or making reads in the pass game. Bryce taking a shot and is able to get it away. Touchdown. My father's helped me a lot in a lot of aspects of my life. He's a psychologist, mental therapist. He's definitely taught me to make sure that I'm staying calm, I'm controlling what I can control, and to be able to take that sort of approach, not just to sports, but to life. It is something that I pride myself in, and I'm happy that I was exposed to at a young age. Bryce Young threads the needle. What a strike. For me, winning the Heisman was definitely a surreal moment. You know, I think subconsciously it's something that every kid who plays football kind of dreams about, but I wasn't done with the season at the time, and I knew that there's a lot more that I wanted to accomplish, and there still is a lot more that I want to accomplish, and, you know, that kind of carries over. It was great. It's something I always remember, but, you know, I think I'll be able to appreciate it a lot more down the line. Hot off the presses, Lance Zerline's second mock draft, which includes trades, and Lance has the Raiders as well as the Cardinals and the Baltimore Ravens trading into the top 10. The Ravens to take quarterback Will Levis and the Raiders getting C.J. Stroud. But his number two pick is Bryce Young going to the Houston Texans. He has the Bears staying and taking Will Anderson number one overall. Jim Trotter joining us now here on NFL Now. Let's talk about who Lance has going uh, number two, and that is Bryce Young. He measured in at the combine. So much attention being paid to what shoes he was wearing. Uh, how did he look standing next to other people? How much does size impact uh, the way these talent evaluators feel about the Alabama quarterback, Jim? Look, uh, Patrick, you can never paint with a broad brush here, but all of the personnel people and coaches I've talked to do not place great value in this discussion that he is not tall enough or heavy enough. Um, or that they have concerns about it. Obviously there are some, but look, Josh McDaniels is one of those who told me, you know, what, you, what you're concerned about most when you look at a quarterback of his size and stature is the durability issue. And he said that has not been an issue with Bryce Young with the exception of uh, that one instance last year where he missed um, a moment. But what he said is you look at the production and he said quarterbacks of that size, they throw through windows. And he said, we see Drew Brees, we've seen Drew Brees do it. We've seen Kyler Murray do it. We've seen Russell Wilson do it. And he says that Bryce Young has done that as well. I talked to another team in the top 10 who's interested in a quarterback, told me the same thing. They are not concerned about the size element that people talk about with Bryce Young. So he will be, I'd be surprised if he's not the first quarterback taken off of the board um, from the teams that I've talked to. But size in this case is not an issue with these clubs that I've spoken to, Patrick. Yeah, had that size uh, when he won the Heisman Trophy. Looking ahead to the March uh, Pro Day, 
uh, coming up in Tuscaloosa to get the final check of the boxes for Bryce Young heading into the 2023 NFL Draft. Jim Trotter uh, checking out one of the top quarterback prospects here in 2023. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Back here on NFL Now with what is new right now coming into the NFL Los Angeles NFL Network insider Tom Pelissero joining us to go through some of this news. Tom and 29-year-old Donovan Smith is going to be looking at some options. What can you tell us about the Bucks tackle? Well, Patrick, the Bucks are releasing their left tackle Donovan Smith today after trying to shop him in trade talks over the past 24 hours or so. It was difficult to get a trade done because Smith had a high non-guaranteed base salary around $15 million, just not a number that other teams could take on at this point. So instead, they opt to release Donovan Smith, saving about $10 million against the cap, and then upwards of $14, $15 million in terms of cash. Now, this is part of a broader effort here for the Bucs, who, of course, kept a lot of veteran players around, brought veterans in during the Tom Brady era. They also plan to release Leonard Fournette, when the new league year begins, and there is additional work here to make sure that their cap is in the right spot as we head toward the new league year, which begins next Wednesday, Patrick. And Tom, let's keep it in the state of Florida as Byron Jones also uh, seeing a departure from the Miami Dolphins after three seasons of which he played two. What can you tell us there? Well, this was expected, Patrick. Byron Jones did not play all of last season coming off an Achilles injury. His rehab did not go exactly as they had anticipated. He was one of the high-profile and highest-paid free agent signings just a few years ago here. Certainly played well early in his career, but then the injuries short-circuited things as he went into 2021. Jones also took to Twitter recently saying that those injuries have left him unable to run or jump. So it remains to be seen whether or not there's any future for Byron Jones in the NFL. What we do know that for now is that this release saves Miami about $14 million in cash and nearly that much in cap space. Yet another team will see plenty of this, Patrick, here over the next week or so. Some of those veterans who got paid a lot a few years ago get to the non-guaranteed portions of their contracts, and the team moves on. Yeah, and hoping to see Byron Jones able uh, to get back physically, as uh, thinking back to his unofficial world record at the broad jump that he had back in the 2015 NFL Combine. Tom Pelissero with the latest on a couple of spots in Florida. A couple teams making some changes. Changes at the head coach and front office positions in the offseason and during the season for the Arizona Cardinals. Looking ahead and looking back at what they did last year. Last in the NFC West, projected $16.6 million in cap space. And they have some notable free agents as well as some retirements. A.J. Green and J.J. Watt announced their retirements. Rodney Hudson also considering retirement. So let's discuss the 2023 Arizona Cardinals with Omar Ruiz uh, paying attention to the team this offseason. And Omar, we have to start with the quarterback uh, still making his recovery from a torn ACL. Yeah, we see all those graphics and the different moves that they have. The Arizona Cardinals priority number one is getting Kyler Murray healthy. And he's been in the facility rehabbing, working out, making sure that he tries to get back as quickly as possible. But it seems at this point that Kyler Murray will miss at least the start of the season. It got me thinking back 
to the Cleveland Browns training camp last year when I visited Rio, Ohio. They were obviously getting ready Jacoby Brissett to play, but Deshaun Watson would be waiting in the wings. And I asked Monty Austinfort, their general manager for the Cardinals, how that might influence Kyler Murray's unavailability at the start of the season, how they build the roster this season. It's something that they will consider. They don't know who's going to be the quarterback yet. Colt McCoy is still under contract there. Uh, but the fact that they do have to consider Kyler Murray's unique skill set, something that they look forward to working with when he does come back. Jonathan Gannon has told Kyler Murray they don't want him to rush back, given that his legs and that torn ACL is what makes him so valuable uh, a commodity in the NFL that uh, it'll be interesting to watch how the rest of this offseason unfolds, given those circumstances with Kyler Murray and the uncertainty to start the season. Yeah, we want to see Kyler back healthy. One note that clearly jumps out, the, the last highlight – Kyler ran around so long, we didn't even have enough time to show the entire highlight. It was like 84 yards on the much, ground in, yeah. in real, actual yardage. He had the whole team on his back in that point. I think it was a week one win over Las Vegas. So also featured in those, in those highlights was a lot of new Hopkins. Uh, one of the best spots on this roster for a few years after the trade from the Houston Texans. What's the future with, their, with the DeAndre Hopkins in the car? Well, I appreciated Jonathan Gannon's honesty last week when he was asked point blank, is DeAndre Hopkins going to be on this team in 2023? Still has a couple years under contract uh, for Nuke Hopkins there. And he was honest and said, I don't know. Obviously, DeAndre Hopkins makes a lot of money for a team that's, at all appearances at this point, at least a little bit of a rebuild. Uh, Monty Austin Fort saying that he's been in communication with DeAndre Hopkins and his representatives. Um, you know, it appears that he's on the trade block, but I don't think they're in position to dump him at this point. I mean, both Jonathan Gannon and Austin Fort have said that they appreciate the talent that DeAndre Hopkins is, is that that they're glad that he is on their roster at this point. So that'll be another interesting move here in the next week or so to see what happens with DeAndre Hopkins. As far as Hopkins right now, he's been working out in Dallas with Des Hopkins playing some pickup hoops, uh, looking like you used to do there, Patrick. Um, talking to the Hopefully Dallas fans on, on Instagram Live and saying what's good. So. Uh, be an interesting player to watch here in the next couple weeks. Perhaps trying to facilitate a relationship uh, <laughs> there between those communities uh, is DeAndre Hopkins. So Jonathan Gannon comes over. Uh, he just had a former Cardinal and Hassan Reddick have a resurgent season. What's Jonathan Gannon's future uh, outlook for this defense? Yeah, it's an interesting case. I think he was asked last week at the Combine if you know, with building a Super Bowl caliber defense with the Eagles and all that talent that's on that roster, are they going to aim for some of the free agents there that the Eagles might have? And he said, yeah, it's helpful to have some familiarity when you're kind of implementing a defense, but uh, he said that's not necessarily going to roll out the 2022 Philadelphia Eagles defensive playbook for the Cardinals next year. And he said he likes to think about his defense as a canvas. They give the players the paints. They give them the tools and say, as long as you stay in this canvas, you can have a lot of autonomy for what this defense could look like. And he said he took a lot of heat when he went to the Eagles and said he plays a schematic less defense. He caters everything to the players, what they can do, looks to do the same there. Obviously, they have the number three pick overall in the draft upcoming. We mentioned the DeAndre Hopkins, you know, potential asset there to build more uh, capital there in the draft potentially. Uh, so given, you know, all of that, uh, Gannon, Gannon's building of that defense, something, uh, you know, be interesting to see it in the next couple months. Now, so many different spots. Of course, DeAndre Hopkins does have a no-trade clause, and so anything that the Cardinals do, uh, we'll have to run through Nuke Hopkins as well. Perhaps that's why he's uh, working the people a little <laughs> bit, uh, getting some interest uh, there in Texas as he's training this offseason. Looking ahead to 2023. Thanks for Omar Ruiz uh, and his view on the offseason for the 
2023 Arizona Cardinals. The Bills. Oh, they've got Andy Gosper in their player personnel department, and we've got her standing by to join the show as we talk about Women's History Month. That's next on NFL Now. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Back on NFL Now and Sunday, free agency frenzy begins. And NFL Network has you covered with live breaking news on every transaction, league-wide rumors from our insiders, and expert analysis of every blockbuster deal. Free agency frenzy starts Sunday at 1 p.m. on NFL Network. My name is Andy Gosper. I'm the player personnel coordinator for the Buffalo Bills. And my role is to oversee college scouting, pro scouting, do a lot of the administrative work. I grew up playing softball and soccer year-round. And then going into college, I wanted to be an athletic trainer. And then I ended up changing my major two times. But my goal was always to work in the NFL. That's what I've always wanted to do. And during one of my softball games, I was in the outfield. And I keep my Apple Watch on. And all of a sudden, it's vibrating. And then I'm looking down like, Bills are calling me. It was crazy how that ended up. I like to say just, I'm the product of the Bills organization. They build people up. They love bringing in raw talent where they can mold and create somebody. It doesn't matter that I'm a female. I'm here to do my job well, and I'm here to advance. And I'm just here to help the Bills be the best organization, best football team that they can possibly be. And now we're celebrating Women's History Month with Andy Gosper, the player personnel coordinator for the Buffalo Bills. Andy, a a busy uh, time of the year right now. You just got off the plane from Indianapolis, but that's where you got started with the Bills. Tell us about the conversation that led to you uh, being a Buffalo Bill. Yeah, so I had the opportunity to attend the Women's Career and Football Forum in 2019. Um, I went there, got to meet so many amazing women, including those of us who are looking to get into the next level. And there I was able to meet with Brandon Bean and our then assistant general manager, Joe Shane, who is now the general manager of the New York Giants. And we kind of talked about how I could fit in, what areas I want, what areas I was interested in. And we talked and I got a call a few months later um, from Joe asking if I wanted to come on with him in the scouting department. And getting that actual call, Andy, because you had you had the, the opportunity, there were paths uh, diverging. You were actually on the field playing softball at the time. Can you take us through that moment a little bit? Yeah, so we were in one of our games, and I played center field. So I was in, I was in the outfield, and I always keep my Apple Watch on. I like to track everything. And um, I looked down. I felt, felt it vibrate. I looked down, and all I said was Joe Shade, Buffalo Bills, and I was, I got really excited, so my, my heart was pumping. So once we got three outs, ran in, called him right back, and that's how it happens. Really crazy. And, and through the conversations, obviously with the Women in Sports Forum, there's so many different avenues, right, to become a part of the NFL. 
But that process, did that make you believe uh, that the Bills organization and the league uh, would be accepting of, of having a woman climb through the ranks and obtain whatever goal, uh, ultimately, that you want to accomplish? Oh, absolutely. You know, there were so many people there from different um, from different places, and they wanted to go into different areas within the, um, within the team. So there was people who wanted to go into scouting who were originally in recruiting. There were people who wanted to go into ops. There were coaches there as well. Um, we had strength. People wanted to get into strength conditioning. There were so many avenues represented in that one room. And it was just awesome to see, just meet everybody. And for me, it was awesome just to talk to everybody to figure out what I wanted to do. Because I came in not specifically knowing the avenue that I want to go down, just that I wanted to be in the NFL. And so now you're in this position where you're essentially coordinating the offseason and all the twists and turns uh, when it comes to college scouting, the all-star games. How do you even go about starting to plan these things? You just kind of go with it. You know, I had a great person in front of me, Tyler Pratt, who is now our Southeast uh, area scout. So I really just came in right behind him as an intern and he showed me the ropes. He walked me through everything and we kind of grew together. And so he's just been a great, a great mentor to me. I still call him now asking questions. What did he do in this situation? Uh, But yeah, he was really the one that showed me the ropes and showed me how to go. Well, Andy, congratulations. Uh, Looking forward to now going into season five uh, and all the twists and turns there. And good luck to you guys. I'm sure we're going to a busy uh, draft season. Thanks for spending time with us on NFL Now. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Duggan again wanting to throw to the end zone. Touchdown. Max Duggan on the ground has been the story. Duggan puts it up. Touchdown, Williams! Duggan with his legs all the way for the touchdown! Duggan, he's just going to hoist it down the sideline. Touchdown! He made big plays when he had to as he's done throughout the year. Max Duggan. So much talk about Anthony Richardson's performance at the combine. Max Duggan was no slouch measuring in at 6'1 and a half. His hand size, 9 and 7 eighths, and he ran a very respectable, very fast 4-5-2-40 among the 15 uh, quarterbacks that were at the combine. He's preparing for the NFL draft in the wake of an incredible senior season at TCU. He joins Coach Steve Mariucci for a whiteboard breakdown in this installment of Draw My Play. Max Duggan, come on in here, TCU. Coach, how you doing? I'm good. Thanks for coming. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me on. All right. You ready to sit in that hot seat? Yes, sir. I'm watching the Michigan game, right? Your score is 41-38 or some darn thing, and this guy named Quentin Johnston, he goes flying across there, and this guy seemed to go a little higher, but he was looking to pick, too, and that wasn't on your sideline scrimmage, and this guy went about 70 yards for a touchdown. Different formation, different guys. Different formation, yeah. We got zero on that play, and Q goes, uh, makes a great play, I think, Tay. He makes a great block trying to find their guy. He's coming off, I think, yeah, he made a block. From, from off man, too. So go to find him. And, you know, Q goes and does the rest. Huge third down and seven here. Michigan blitzes. Duggan dumps it off short. Quentin Johnston has the first down. And off he goes. And you had been the starter, right? Yes, sir. For a while. And then all of a sudden in that first game, Chandler Morris is the starting quarterback. Did you ever then doubt yourself because somebody else took your job? I think going into your senior year, you want to, you know, do everything you can to kind of turn the ship and, you know, you lose that battle. And as a competitor, you are just, you know, a lot of disappointment in myself as a, as a player, but no doubt though. What if you didn't get hurt? I would have been the best backup quarterback in the country then. <laughs> 
That's a good answer, man. What does a kid from Council Bluffs, Iowa, learn from baling hay? You know, just a lot of mental toughness, I think. Physical toughness and mental toughness. Physical though. and mental. Yeah, because you're out there from, you know, 8 a.m. to, you know, when, when the sun goes down, maybe throwing 1,000 bales, you know, 45, 50-pound hay bales all day, you know, kind of test, awesome. test you a little bit. It sure does. Tell me and tell our viewers exactly what Wolf-Parkinson-White syndrome is. Yeah, it's just a, a heart condition I was born with since birth, and it meant that I had an extra electrical pathway in my heart that made my heart beat um, extremely fast. So I go through a nine-hour procedure to fix the heart procedure, and then two days later, I have a blood clot because of the surgery and go into emergency surgery for that, and was able to play in our first game four weeks later. That came from that toughness with Darren Hay, I think, huh? Yes, sir. Wow. Any, any issues since then? No, sir. Yeah, I feel great. I had a guy on my team that, that went through that as well. So I'm going to show you a play. Round right, A right, two jet, Flanker, number 80, short post, X shake, okay? So we want to get the ball to our guy. Like, you want to get the ball to Quentin Johnston, okay? Yes, sir. Like, we're going to try to find this guy. It's crunch time. It's third and eight. We're in the red zone. We, got, we don't want a field goal. We got to shoot it in the end zone. Yes, sir. But let's get the ball to Jerry Rice right here. If you see that guy in the middle and you know it's three deep zone, he's in the seam, isn't he? Right? Sir. If this guy strong safety and this free safety show you cover two, he's doing the post inside of that guy. So it's two jet flanker, short post, X shake. Touchdown, check down, right here to right here. You got that? Sir. So last year, you guys didn't make a bowl game. You had a losing record to the national championship. How does that happen? You know, I think with a, a new coaching staff coming in, I think our guys did a great job just buying in. You know, we had a lot of guys of, you know, veterans that played a lot of snaps that kind of came into their own of, of being, you know, that, that senior leadership that we needed. Didn't hurt that you came in and played your butt off, right? Surrounded by some good players, though. It makes my job easy. I like that answer. You ever been in trouble? No, sir. Just like that? Never? Maybe mowing the lawn a little bit wrong. My dad might have ripped me a new one, but, you know. <laughs> what do you tell these coaches and scouts and general managers about you? You know, I think that at this level, everybody's going to be able to throw, everybody can run, everybody's yeah. a great athlete, but I think, you know, what I've been able to show in, in my career and on tape is that I'm going to keep compete my ass off, whether it's in reps, in practice, in the weight room, in games, uh, whatever you can to, to be the best player you can and make guys around you that are you know, going to be better. I want to see you draw my play. Yes, sir. You remember it? Yes, sir. Show me. Okay, we're going to be in brown right, A right, two jet, flanker, short post, X shake. Our back's going to be coming out. This is going to be a great indicator if we get man or we get zone, if we get a backer going out yes, there. Yes, it is. So he's just going to be on a hitch. Okay. Going to hitch. Our Y is going to be on our, on our um, shallow. He can sit. If it's zone, he can keep going if it's man. Jerry Rice here. If we get middle field close, middle field close, he's going to take it up the seam. We're going to bang it. Middle field open. That's when he can post it. Right here, we're going to have our um, post corner. Post corner. If we get some sort of hard corner, we get cloud, then it's going to turn into a China. China, huh? Okay. China. All right. So two jet protection. What if it's full blitz? Full blitz. JRS is taking it up. We're going to hit him right here. If we get, say, middle field close, we're going seam. We're going one. If we get middle field close, we're going to go one, two, back here to three, four. All right. Touchdown, check down. Jeez, that's pretty good, man. That's pretty good. Touchdown, check down. Hey, fantastic season. All right. Keep her going, okay? Yes, sir. I yeah. know you can. Yes, sir, coach. I believe in you, man. Appreciate it. Max Duggan, everybody. Thanks.
NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.